What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Fierce, Favored, and Spiritually Grounded. I'm your life coach and host, Tanya Williams. In this episode, we're going to talk about how the struggle makes you stronger. In Ephesians 6, 12, it says, For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual focuses of evil in the heavenly realms. You know, so often our struggles come along to make us stronger and for God to do something in us and not to punish us. But when bad things happen, we often question and ask God why, but sometimes we just really need to ask him what, you know, what are you trying to show me in this season, God? One thing about it is struggles and challenges and hard times offer you much more value than any other time in your life. You know, you can't grow without a struggle or being stretched. I've said that so many times. But you can't get stronger without resistance. So think about a time in your life that you may have had, but you know, it might have been hard, but it forced you to come become better. Get grateful for the struggles and the work on yourself to ensure your future has much more pleasure than pain. So I had something to come up like this recently that I'm just I'm currently going through and struggling with. So I had someone to ask me to speak at an event, and in my mind I heard when she said speak at an event. I'm thinking, okay, you know, bring a message. So after two weeks went by, you know, I prayed about the topic and what I was going to talk about and all that. And we were like on the phone recapping and come to find out she actually wants me to MC the event. Well, this is so not my comfort zone in an area where I'm being stretched because I've never done that before. And, you know, so all these things start playing in my head and you know, I let doubt set in and the enemy set in, you know, and it really got to the point that I wanted to cancel, you know, and I, I have, um, a best friend that we talk every day and, you know, and I told her, I was like, girl, I'm not going to be able to do this. This is just not my gifting. And she's like, girl, you got this. You're going to be reading it off of a paper, you know? So in my mind, I'm thinking about all the things that could go wrong. Cause I've, my husband does this sometimes and I see like things go wrong. A microphone will mess up or a speaker will blow. So he has to pretty much entertain everybody until, you know, they get it fixed no matter how long it can be. And y'all, he really has the gift of gab, which I do not have. I'm a preparer. So, you know, I'm good with letting God use me, but I prepare for it. So just flying off the top of my head is not something that is an area that I I can do. You know, I think some people are just born with the gift of gab. I'm not one of those people. So this is an area where I'm really struggling in and I'm being stretched. So make a long story short, I finally decided, okay, Tanya, you're going to have to put on your big girl panties and do this. If God's opened the door for this opportunity, there's something that he wants to do in you. He's going to stretch you and grow you for something. So as much as the enemy, you know, tried to attack my mind and put doubt in my mind and tell me you can't do this because, you know, this is not your thing. I decided I'm going to do it anyway, because I really believe that the enemy's fighting me that hard and trying so hard to put that doubt in my mind that there's a blessing around the corner with my name on it. So why would I not show up? I would be crazy, right? So imagine if you got what you wanted every time with no struggle, no hard work, no challenges, no, nothing required. You know, some of you are saying, oh, that would be great, you know, <laughs> but you would be weak. And then there's, you know, some when something hard came up in your life, you wouldn't know how to handle it because you never had gone through anything that really strengthened you. So sometimes just like with this, I have to go through it in order to grow to get to whatever's on the other side of me. You know, and it's probably something that really ain't that difficult. 
probably making it out harder to be than what it really is. But this is one of them things where I'm going to have to solely depend on God. You know, have you ever been in a situation where you have to solely depend on him? Like, God, I cannot do this without you. This is one of those things for me. So I know that it'll be great because it'll be all of him and none of me. And sometimes I never want to get to the place where I don't depend on God, like where I'm doing it in my will, because I want everything to be done for him, for his glory, not for me. So, you know, we all know that growth growth comes from being out of our comfort zone. Um, you know, when we grow as individuals, our lives, we become more enriched. You know, we can cause a ripple effect with those around us. You know, the question is, is how much struggle are you willing to go through to become stronger to find that gift? There is a gift waiting at the end of our struggles, just like this with me. So when you struggle to fight your fears and feel the pain of what the struggle hurts in that moment, but it's just a moment. You go to battle, you fight through it, you find a way, and the gift is priceless. That gift that proves strength, tenacity, and willpower will be unmatched in life. So the gifts that build our confidence and shape us into who we are and who you want to become are found in the struggle. You know, are you willing to struggle to find those gifts? Just like with me. I could have easily given up, but I decided to put on my big girl panties and just do it. The problem for most of us is that the powerful lessons that our physical pain can teach us to, um, it could actually translate to us, how do we approach our life goals? We often set our goals while we are in a comfortable space in life, so they become easy goals for us to obtain. So people naturally aren't compelled to fix things that aren't really broken. For example, many people choose to bypass routine maintenance issues until they're either causing an immediate problem or their car stops working. So we tend to approach our goals the same way by only looking at the things that, you know, we're struggling with. By giving the problem immediate attention and maximum effort, we tend to produce better results than ourselves. Everyone wants to do better when they're going through struggles, but imagine how much better your life would be if you tried to do better while things are going well for you. Who knows what might, you know, you might be able to avoid when the struggle does come up. The one thing about it is with struggle and even with this situation, misfortune befails us all. So no, no matter how hard you might try to avoid the trouble, struggles are just reality of life. So it doesn't matter if it's accidents, illness, financials, relational stress. You know, everything sometimes is just out of our control. And we have the potential to drag us down if we're not careful. So, you know, I'm not going to pretend to be like I'm a psychologist and have it all figured out. You know, but... One thing that I have found is that if you drug, uh, dig through some research and find some glimmers of hope to hang on to, during struggles, I've also failed countless times in my life and figured out ways to pick myself up after the failure. You know, so I'm going to give you today a couple of tips, which is about five tips that may um, play a part in your day-to-day -day routine that may help you to shift your focus and realize that you you know you do have some control over your life even during a, a struggle so number one create a gratitude list i've said this so many times you know the relationship between gratitude and well-being has been well document documented in fact you know researchers have found that people who habitually focus on positives in their life may have greater self-esteem lower rates of depression and overall life satisfaction so like i said always try to find the glass half full whatever the situation is try to find something good about it and one of the simplest ways to cultivate this um 
toward gratefulness is just consistently keep a simple great uh, gratitude journal you know get into the habit of writing down at least three things you're thankful for you know each night before you go to bed it literally takes seconds and it really can have a huge impact on your general well-being and you know your stress levels and anxiety because it really puts things into perspective and it doesn't have to be anything you know major it doesn't have to be anything that you know is um cost money or anything it could be little things number two meditate you know meditation um can come in a variety of forms so don't let the image of chanting yoga turn you off you know there are many free or inexpensive guides to meditation apps you know i love technology and i love apps so you know there's plenty that you can download on your phone you know Consider the simple practice of walking meditation. Sometimes me and my husband will go walking around the block, you know, whether it's during the week or the weekend, just to kind of, you know, we don't even really talk sometimes. We just do it and it kind of blows off, you know, steam for the week. But, you know, it's nothing major. Just find something that you like to do and just kind of do that for a couple minutes out of the day. It really does change you know for some of you number three it may be exercise we all know that regular exercise has many benefits to physical and psychologically but you know we a lot of people don't like to exercise so this may not be for everybody but you know according to some articles that it says that exercise is a trial run for stress stressful situations so biologically exercise seems to give the body a chance to practice with dealing with stress but it forces the body psychological systems, all which are involved in the stress response, how to communicate much more closely than usual. You know, the workout of the body's communication system may be the true value of exercise. So to help develop this resistance of stress, make sure you build a program to regular exercise on a daily routine. So you don't need to stress yourself out. You know, if you're not the strongest or fastest person in the gym, something is just, you know, Take it slow and do what works for you. Number four, give yourselves opportunities to laugh. I think this one's important because I think sometimes we live in an age where we take ourselves and, you know, things so serious. We don't actually have enough fun or laugh, you know, enough. You know, it probably won't surprise you to learn that laughter can improve your mood and reduce stress. In a study, researchers found that older adults who watch humorous videos for just 20 minutes had a significantly lower level of stress um, at home. So, some of you can mindfully incorporate humor and laughter into your daily routine. And lastly, embrace the idea of stress rather than trying to reduce it. You know, the four strategies that I gave above are all geared toward helping you to reduce stress and improve your overall well-being. But some psychologists uh, say that viewing stress as a positive can make you stronger and happier. So, you know, I think it's all about perspective and how that we look at things and, you know, how we view stress. So instead of, you know, just talking about how you're stressed out all the time and, you know, driving yourself crazy to cure it take a step back and look at the positives so obviously there's no magic cures for avoiding the struggles and the stress but you know we can cert we're certainly not powerless in the wake of the negative circumstances in the situations you know instead of powering through hard times take a moment to stop and ask yourself what practices can i implement in my life every day to reduce my stress or cope with this struggle so I hope the strategies I gave you that, you know, will help, you know, 
the thing about it is sometimes you just got to look at things for what they are. Like I said, with my situation and, you know, I just had to, it was something that I knew that God had brought an opportunity for me. And if I didn't pass the test this time, I'm just going to have to take it again later. So I might as well go ahead and do it this time and pass it the first time. You know, sometimes a lot of it is just us being obedient to what it is that God's trying to do in us. So sometimes the struggle, we're wrestling with ourselves. And like I said, again, it may not be as big as we think, but everyone struggles and it's inevitable as breathing. So even though this may be true, there's some who struggle more than others. So struggles for some make you stronger, which I do believe that's for everybody, you know, and any success is worthwhile. It's built through a struggle. So Rome wasn't built overnight. So if you want to have anything, there's just some things you're going to have to struggle and push through it to get to it. So this concludes this episode of Trust the Process. So thank you guys so much for always listening as always. And if you're not following me on social media, check me out on Facebook at Tanya Williams Life Coach. And also, if you have any topic ideas, always remember you can email those to Tanya Williams 01 at gmail.com. Until next time.